In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to set your prices in your detailing business. Coming up. And welcome back for another episode. Glad to have you here. Glad you picked each clicked on my podcast episode versus your favorite song because I know I'm not more entertaining than your favorite artist or song right now. So I really do appreciate you being here. And today we're going to talk about the most popular asked for question, topic, discussion that that you can think of and that's pricing your services. You'll find this question across all Facebook forums, all Facebook uh, groups, I mean Facebook forums, detailing forums, Facebook groups, Instagram accounts, questions, DMs, emails. This is by far the most asked, talked about topic in the detailing space if you're doing this as a business. No questions asked. That and how to get customers. So uh, we'll go. We'll cover a lot of things. Make sure you you know you apply this to your situation, right? Like take what I say. You're like, oh, okay, this this kind of makes sense. This doesn't like based on my area and my needs. And, you know, tailor it to fit your situation. And a quick announcement is I'm creating a smaller actionable course for those that are just getting into the business side of things. So look out on February 6th is a Saturday. I'll be releasing this new product. It's for specifically those that are just, just, just getting into it. They want to test the waters and they want actionable content to actually make money with their business, I'll be coming out with a new product for that, which is February 6th. It's a Saturday. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and cover the um, thing, the uh, the topic of how to set your prices. So first things first is you have either a flat rate base, uh, flat rate pricing, or an hourly rate. So a flat rate would be you're giving the customer a whole number based on the service in itself and how long you think it'll take, but in one number, an hourly rate is you're giving them a number based on how many hours you'll think the job will be will be completed. Now, it kind of sounded similar, so let me break it down a little bit. So a flat rate is just saying, you know, if it's going to be an in, uh, an interior cleaning, it's going to be $240. And if you say it's hourly rate, then you're going to say, well, we charge, let's say, $25 an hour, it looks like it's going to take, um, you know, six hours. So it'll be $150. So one is based on just the service that you're delivering. And then two, it's based on how long it's taking you to complete that service. Okay. Now for us, I 1000% always recommend you charge flat rate. Don't charge hourly because with flat rate, it's essentially hourly rate, but you ha- you do all the numbers in your head and you just present the final number to the customer. So instead of saying we charge $25 an hour, it's going to be four hours, so it's going to be $100, you just say, hey, for this service, it's $100. Because if you connect a number of hours to the price and the price is contingent on how many hours you take, well, then the customer can easily say, well, hey, look, you said it was going to take six hours and that was going to be 150 but it only took four hours. So are you going to charge me 100 now over that 150 because it didn't take the six hours that you said. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to pay the hourly rate because it can always come back and hurt you. Now, uh, 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 an argument, I guess you could call it, that's made for the hourly rate is that you will get paid what you're worth, right? So 
if you, you know, let's say the job takes 10 hours instead of eight hours and you want to make, I don't know, a hundred bucks an hour, uh, you'll make, um, you make a thousand dollars over $800. Did I say a hundred dollars? Let's say you want to make a hundred dollars an hour and you, and the job takes you 10 hours. That's a thousand dollars. But if it takes you eight hours, you get $800, right? So you're getting paid for the amount of work that you're doing. Now, if you're doing a flat rate and you charge, let's say, I'm making up, all, you know, all these numbers are made up. If you charge $200 for an interior cleaning and it took you four hours to complete, well, that's $25 an hour. But if you take two hours to complete the job, it takes you, it, that makes you um, $50 an hour. Okay, so if you finish the, the the job quicker, you make more per hour. And on that same hand, if you take longer than expected, you make less per hour. Now, the upside to this is that, one, you just finish faster, right? Two is that for the customer, they, they, they can know the price before you get started. Because with the flat rate, you're just giving to them ahead of time based on your calculation on how long you think it's going to take. Right, so you can give them a, a, a set number saying, "Hey, this will be two forty for this wash and wax, whatever the case may be." But with an hourly rate, you have to wait until you're done with the service to then give a final price to the customer. And I, me personally, just like if I were to hire a detailer, I don't want to wait to the very end to actually know the final price. I would much rather know before we get started, so I already have an exact number in my head of what the price is going to be. So. Nine out of 10 times, I'm going to say you offer a flat rate pricing, okay? And this is going to take time, right? Like you're not going to, anything you do in your business starting off, you're going to suck at. Like, okay, that's just, you know, that is going to be by default. You're going to suck at whatever you're doing. So over time, you'll get better. It's like I, I didn't price perfectly when I got started. It took me a while to really understand how long each service takes to every type of condition, to every type of vehicle that I encounter. So don't worry of like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, work super fast and I can't slow down and yada, yada, yada. You'll get better over time. So don't worry about like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to mess up. Yes, you're going to mess up. We all mess up. That's the whole point of getting better um, in your business. So offer a flat rate pricing versus an hourly rate. Um, Now for us, for our services, right, we quote, as far as like, you know, when someone asks for a price, they're, they're asking for a quote, right? We give a specific price to the to our premium wash, a wash and wax, an engine cleaning, and a mini interior detail. We give them, we give them a specific price, meaning it'll be $50, $80, $140, uh, $240, $220, $200. Like, we don't give them a price range. We give them a specific price. The only services that we give a price range is a full interior cleaning and paint polishing and paint correction, meaning a one-step or a two-step. Even for an all-in-one, we give them a specific price. So only for three services, for the most part, three services that we actually give a price range. Now, we do that because there's a bit more variables to that. Like for the full interior cleaning... We just want to make sure the condition, right? So if it's a sedan, we're going to, let's say, I'm just giving generalities here. For a sedan, we're going to charge, our price ranges are from 200 to 240 
once we see the condition, we can give them a specific price. I'm like, oh, that'll take, you know, that'll be 220. Oh, that'll be 200. Oh, that'll be 240. So until we see the condition, we give them a price range. If they're okay with the price range, we'll continue on and book them into the calendar and then we'll give them the specific price once we get there before we get started. Same thing goes for the poly, uh, for the one step and two step. Is that there's a few more variables meaning like we have to see the condition of the paint, we have to see, you know, if it's if the paint is hard or soft. And then we can see and then we can give them a final price, but for paint correction for a one step or a two step, um, again, for a sedan, let's say they want a one, one step, we'll just say, hey, look, it's going to be between 450 to 625. And if they say yes to that, then once we get there, we perform a test spot and we finalize the number, then we'll move forward. So those are the ones that we actually give a price range on. Again, this is coming from how I would want the services to be done if I was a customer of my own business. I wouldn't want a price range for every single service because I used to do this so many years ago that I was like, oh, well, I have to see the condition before I give you a specific price. So for a wash, for an engine cleaning, for this, for that, like all these things would be like, you know, price range. Well, that could be, you know, 40 to 60. Well, that could be from, you know, uh, 60 to uh, 90. This could be, and it's just like, it's just annoying. Again, coming from a, from like a, my perspective, like I wouldn't want that type of pricing if I were to hire, you know, a detailing business. So that's how I'm coming up with it. And it's worked flawlessly for us. Um, again, tailor these to your situation. But that's how I prefer our prices to be. If you Do you want to do a price range every single time? Uh, I'm sure you can. That's totally up to you. But it's just, it's much quicker and convenient for the customer to get these prices now Versus them hearing, well, I'd love to give you a price, but I have to see the vehicle. Oh, like, and, and for every single sir, it's just annoying. That's my take on it. And plus, once you actually start to pick up um, volume, it's a lot harder. Like, you can't always just go see the condition. You can ask them to see you photos. That's what we do. We always, like, if we're unsure about what we're going to price, then we'll just ask for photos. And 10 out of 10 times, they will send us photos. Anywho, moving forward. Okay, so if you want to uh, come up with your pricing, right, it's super simple, right? It's not complicated at all. Just take your hourly rates, right, what, however, however much you want to make per hour. If you're just getting started and you want to make $20 an hour, start with that. $25 an hour, start with that. Whatever you want to make per hour, just take that amount and then multiply it by the estimated hours you think it's going to take to complete the job, and that gives you the price. That's literally it. Again, you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. You're not going to be perfect. Do this 100 times and you get the pricing right. So don't worry about, oh my God, like it has to be specific. Like what, what exactly are the exact hours I'm going to, you're going to get it wrong. It's okay. We all go through it. So what you're going to do is, let's say you're going to, I don't know, you know, uh, clean an interior, keeping it super simple, right? And it's a sedan and you want to make 20 bucks an hour. And you think that one is going to take you uh, four hours. So what do you do? You do 20, uh, yeah, 20, $20 an hour times, what did I say, four? So $20 an hour times four gives you $80. So that would be the flat rate pricing is $80. If you're going to give a price range, well, then just go from the low end of how long you think it'll take to the long end of how long you, you think it'll take. So on the low end, it might take you um, uh, four hours, right? And that's going to be 80 
But on the high end, it might take you six hours, right? So then you just uh, multiply whatever. I already forgot the got already forgot the hourly rate. Uh, what was it? Twenty dollars an hour times uh, six, and then you get one twenty. So that, that's all you do. That's from if you're trying to give a price range, just quote from your hourly rate times the minimum hours you think it'll take to complete, and you need to take your hourly rate and multiply by the maximum hours you think it'll take. And that is a price range. So you tell the customer, hey, look, it might be, you know, 140 to 180. It just depends on the condition. I'll let you know once I see the vehicle before we get started. Simple as that. Um, it, it try to keep the gap reasonable, right? Like, you know, like ours, like we for the interior cleaning, we keep the, the price range within 40 to $60, right? Don't, don't, you know, yeah, like 100, yeah, we keep it between 40 to $60, for for polishing and paint correction, we keep it like between like two hundred to two hundred and fifty three hundred dollars because it just there's a lot more variables and it can take a lot more time, so the gap is a lot more on the polishing versus the interiors. Uh, again, that's just a that's just what we do. Tailor it to your needs and your situation. I'm not I'm not saying we're right at all. I'm just saying that's what we do. Now. Keep in mind, it's very, very, very important to understand that your pricing will improve over time, right? No one customer will change everything. Like if you're if you're quoting your, your third customer and you're, you know, freaking out because the first two didn't go right or you didn't make as much money as you thought you would or you took too, you know, you took too long and your, uh, your hourly rate decreased, you're just going to get better over time. I don't want you to stress and say, oh, like this, like this customer is the customer that will make it or break it for me. It's not, that's not going to be the case. You don't have a make it or break it a customer, which it's good to understand because I don't want you to overstress and get overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, like everything, you know, relies on me quoting this one customer to get it right. That's not how it works. You'll get another chance next, you know, tomorrow in two days and three days in one week to do it again. So don't hold so much value and worth to, to yourself saying, oh, my God, if I don't get this one pricing right, I am done for. My business is going down. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to, you know, whatever the case may be. You'll get another chance. So if it's not perfect, if you underquoted, if you took a little longer, it's okay. Do better next time. That's it. That's like just do better next time. And that's all you have to do every single time you work on a customer's vehicle. Just get better. And I'm telling you, like, there's three there's three things that you have to, there's three combinations when it comes to pricing, right? There's the condition of the vehicle, right? There's the size of the vehicle. And then there's the service of the, or the services that, that you're offering, right? So you're going to, like, it could be up in, it could take you one year to go through all these combinations to understand the baseline, not baseline, but to understand the entire uh, scope of what it, you know, of how much time it takes you to do all these services based on all these vehicles, based on all these conditions. So it, it can take you a, like it took me forever. And don't, don't get it wrong. Like I still, when I get, when I come across a vehicle, I'll still be like, hmm, what do I charge on this? Like, I, I get a little stumped. I'm like, hmm, it might take this, it might take that. They just said this, they just said that. Hmm, this one seems about right, and I pick a number. So even now, after so many years, hundreds of vehicles, hundreds of customers, I still make mistakes, or I still, I still second, you know, second question, or what's it called? I still question myself 
on hey is this the right price is it okay well, well we'll see what happens i'll just you know i'll price on this and uh let's see how it goes like that's literally it so even now i'm still not like oh i am i'm mr confident i know the exact price to charge on every single vehicle and i never get it wrong and you know i you know the last time i got it wrong was two years ago like it's not like that even now i'm like hmm i'm a little stumped on this one let's try this price and hopefully that go that goes good like it's it's that exact way now so for you don't overstress yourself on trying to be perfect because you're not going to be perfect. So that was a little tangent right there. So next what you can do is to get a, a better understanding of what your market bears, right, in terms of like what you can charge in your area, you can search around for detailers in your area that offer the same type of services as you and see what they charge. Now, you have to, I have to add this caveat that you have to take it with a grain of salt because if the person, if the other detail you're looking at has been in business for 10 years and you're barely in business for one month, the discrepancy is totally different because they've, you know, they've earned the reputation. They have a consistent flow of customers. They have a customer base. So their pricing is going to be a tad bit different compared to what you can do on your first day or, you know, in your first year of business. So, Keep that in mind. But what you can do is just look at other detailers' websites, look at what they're charging, or give them a call or send them an email and be like, hey, you know, act like a customer and and get a, a general price point for them. Now, I won't, you know, don't act like this is, you know, oh, you know, Johnny over there only, you know, only charges $100 a wash. So, you know, I can't pass that. Like, I have to stay under $100. That's not how it works, right? Like, Yes, you want to look at what others are charging. It'll give you a good baseline of what the market bears and and what when, you know what kind of pricing you can expect around there. But also, don't paint yourself in a box to where you say, "Well, that you know, no one passed you know a hundred dollars for a wash, so I definitely can't do that. I got to keep it under that." Don't you know? Don't paint yourself in a in a box like that either, because who's to say no one can charge more in your area, right? Like who who's making up the rule saying? I can't charge more. I'm not saying what the market bears, what everyone is doing. Just saying like you personally, who says I can't charge more? They probably can't charge more or they can't raise their prices. But who says I can't do that? I'm not saying that you can or can't. I'm just saying don't mentally put yourself in that block, in that box with barriers saying, oh, like this is what I see. This is what I'll get. This is all I can do. I guess that's a limit for me. You don't want to have that type of mindset either. Because then you're just, you're just, you know, you're following to what everyone else is doing and who's to say you can't do more. So very important to keep in mind. Now, this one is going to be very funny because people think that, anyways, so you're always going to be too expensive to someone. That is the bottom line. You're always going to be too expensive to someone no matter what point in business that you are. Okay, you won't book everyone that contacts you for your services. And it's important to note, you will be, you'll always be too expensive for someone at some point in your business. That means right now, right now that you charge the most lowest prices. Okay, you're charging the lowest of lowest prices right now in your business, right? Like your prices will only go up for now. But even right now, at your prices being the lowest, people will contact you You'll give them the price range and they'll say, ooh, that's too expensive. Thanks. Oh, why do you charge why do you charge so much? The person down the street does it for half that. So even now, when you're charging the lowest of lowest, you'll be expensive. And guess what? 
five years on the line, seven years on the line, two years on the line, when your pricing has increased, when you've kind of established yourself a bit more, when you have more of a customer base, you'll get people that reach out to you. They ask for your pricing and guess what they're going to say? Oh, why are you so expensive? Oh, that's expensive. I could, you know, someone down the street does it for half the price. Oh, that's a little bit out of my budget. Regardless of what point of, of uh, what point you are in your business, you're going to be too expensive. It's weird, you know, like it just it is what it is, but not everyone wants to pay your pricing. Like it's as simple as that. We don't book everyone. I mean, we sure as heck don't book everyone. We have a lot of no's, a lot of no answers because our pricing. And that's fine because we still get plenty of yeses to fill up our calendar. But it's just, it's funny to, to hear that. Like, you'll be expensive at any point in your business. So don't feel discouraged or scared or like it's not going to work out or your business is failing just because someone says like, oh, you're too expensive. You're going to be expensive to anyone at any point in your business. And here's an important, I keep on saying here's an important part. Everything is important. And if you aren't like, you know, as 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 much, if if you if you offer premium services, whatever services, not even pre- just whatever services that you do, you know you can't make someone purchase a steak if they only want a if they only want a hot dog, right? Meaning like you'll never, no matter how you set your your services, no matter how you talk about it, no matter what product or tool you use, no matter where you went to go get trained, no matter you know how meticulous and how careful you are with your services. If someone can't afford your services, they can't afford your services. And the, not the problem, but usually what the problem is, is not your pricing, but it's the customers that you're attracting. Okay? So if you are, let's say like right now, like this year, you're going to charge your lowest prices, right? Because you're just getting started. If you just go for, if you're attracting the type of customers that simply don't want to pay top dollar that would that simply want to shop for the best deal then you're never going to be able to sell to them no matter what you do you're going to be too expensive so instead of focusing on your pricing and saying oh my god like I'm, I'm, no one's no, no one's booking with me i think i need to lower my prices uh you know i need to offer more value instead of saying that and, and devaluing yourself and your services you have to change your attitude and start to and change your level of activity and start start attracting the type of customers that are willing and appreciate the type of services that you offer. So don't, you know, go on the defense and be like, ooh, I need to lower my prices. Ooh, I might be too expensive. Instead, focus on, ooh, I need to find the people that value work, that value, I'm sorry, that value great work, that are willing to pay top dollar for premium services. Those are the types of customers that you want. It's really never about your. It's really never about your pricing in itself. Like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm just not getting customers. Like, is it my pricing? You know, the sweet spot right now is, um, you know, we kind of found a sweet spot between you know X Y Z and X Y Z price. And it's like, no, the problem is you don't have customers that appreciate your services. You have customers that only want a deal or that want the cheapest work done, or the, that want the the most work done for the cheapest price. Why don't you find the customers? That say, hey, you know what? You know, I want this type of service. I want someone that does quality work. I want someone reputable, and I'm willing to pay whatever price or top dollar for that price. You know, find those customers. Don't just get stuck on, oh my god, like people are telling me no. People are telling me too expensive. What's going on here? Because more likely than not, some other detailer in your area is charging more than you, and they're booked out, 
without getting hassled from their customers that they're too expensive, okay? Some other detailer in your area is charging what you want to charge and their and their schedule is fully booked out. So don't fall into the mindset of like, oh, I'm just too expensive. That's what it is. It has to be that I'm too expensive. No, because another detailer in your area is charging what you want to charge and they're fully booked out and doing great in their business. So that is key to remember. And lastly here that I have in my notes is don't judge yourself against other detailers that have been in business for eight plus years and are well established. I mean, I touched this on a I touched on a few points earlier, but you really can't like it's gonna take time to build your business. It's gonna take time to establish yourself. It's gonna take time to get reviews. It's gonna get time to do a lot of things. So if you're like, man, like this this guy down the street, he's charging you know, $800 for just a correction and then $400 for a coating. And I could barely get someone to pay $100 for a wash and wax. It's like, yeah, there is a huge difference between their business and your business because their business has been up and running for eight years. They've gone through the same phase that you're going through. They just had enough time to get over it, to develop, and to really blossom into the, into the business that they are now. Uh, and, and you are at ground zero. You're basically nowhere. And you know, it's not to talk down on you or at all, but you just you haven't been you haven't put in the the effort or the time to really develop yourself and your business to something of value. So, and it's not like a diss to you. It's not you know, it's not saying oh I'm not worth it. It just I mean you have to put in the work. You know, I mean if if, if you're starting this business, I'm assuming going to be here for at a minimum five years. So it's gonna take time. Now, are there things that you can do to speed up the process? Of course, so that's primarily going to come down to you focusing on marketing and business development and not just being a detailer but nonetheless you can't say like oh man like why are these people able to charge so much and i can't even get a hundred dollars for this wash and wax it's like yeah they've been in business for a long time not only that but if you're so if you're so focused on other detailers it just feeds negative uh like negativity to your mind so if you are following your quote-unquote competitors or other detailers in your area that you view as competitors and you're like, oh, like I'm trying to take this guy down. Like, you know, oh, he, you know, he's my competition. And you're focused on other detailers and you're looking at their Instagram and their Facebook pages and possibly their YouTube channels and you're following their websites. And, you know, you're like, you're, st- you're you know, you're really keeping an eye on them. Stop. You know, that's, that's not doing any good for you. You're just wasting mental bandwidth on just useless information like there's plenty of customers to go around for everyone literally in your city or in your area right now everyone can 10x their business right whatever doing whatever they're doing right now multiply that times 10 and there's still plenty of work for everyone like there's still plenty of work for everyone so don't be sitting there looking at your quote-unquote competition and seeing what they're doing and saying oh like what what you know what vehicles are they working on what what celebrity clients are did they just get um you know what what cool tool and product are they getting who are they sponsored by um you know where, what training did they go to don't worry about any of that it really does not matter because it just doesn't like it's it just it's just wasting your mental bandwidth on unnecessary things you see something that you don't have or that you aspire to be and it makes you feel bad and it's like oh my god like you know i'm falling behind now don't get me wrong if you you know if you follow local detailers because you're just inspired by them like you're motivated by them not in the terms of like i'm motivated by my haters or anything but more like oh like that's you know 
it's it's just motivating to see other local people doing big things or you know you know in a, in a positive manner then yeah continue to follow them right like like you know if you're if you aspire or inspired by them or motivated but in, in a positive manner then by all means you know continue to follow them but if it's it's more of like the resentment you know you're just trying to be sneaky on them then yeah definitely don't keep on doing that that's not going to help anyone and that's definitely not going to help your mental state and really it's, it's just going to clog up your mindset and not going to help you it's not going to help you be clear um you know it's not going to bring you clarity on growing your business and on top of that you'll end up just copying everything that they're doing anyways like you I go through instant like other detailers Instagram accounts just to see what others are doing, what they're posting, like how you know with the type of captions, the type of hashtags, just to kind of you know survey the landscape on what the you know detailers are doing in the industry. Man, most of them are just copy and paste. Like most Instagram accounts are straight just copy and paste like before and after photos, a quick little uh, caption and hashtags and like just it like not good quality photos and you know like literally it's almost copy and paste from everyone so if you are just following like you know following a lot of detailers you're just gonna end up copying them and that's not gonna help you at all either so it's it's good just just to not follow anyone too closely like that so anyways i'll go ahead and end it right here i covered a quad this is probably one of the longer podcast episodes i think so let me know by um you can shoot me a dm on instagram at detail groove or you can send me an email and let me know if you took anything away from this. If you need me to clarify anything, maybe I could do a follow-up podcast episode. But anyways, I'll end it right here. And remember that February 6th, it's a Saturday. I'll be releasing the new product. It's for those that want to take action, want to see results now without all this mumbo jumbo extra information. Look out for it on February 6th. You can download the ultimate guide to start your decently business in the show notes. You can do it at my website detailgroove.co or follow me on instagram for a lot more content and behind the scenes stuff which is at detailgroove and i'll talk to everyone on the next one bye bye